what? The landscaper, bitches. Toronto. Not Toronto. Toronto. Ontario. What? Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Because it's a very good It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast. It's a miraculous podcast. It's like the best podcast in the whole wide, wide, wide world. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I am Harrison. Harrison, I've been having a hell of a week. You don't say. It's definitely the worst week of the year so far. Okay. Um, a fucking cat, Hecubus, had an asthma attack. Hmm. An asthma attack. Cats. Did you even know cats could get asthma? Well, if anyone could, it'd be your fucking cat. Because, I mean, this is what happens when you have cats that have the genetic integrity of the fucking Habsburgs, you know? <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Those, those cats know. are severely inbred. But, I mean, right. it's, it, the other one's fine. Mm. It, it's fucked up. So, so over the weekend, I, well, actually the past week, I noticed he's been like kind of doing this weird cough mm. where he gets low to the ground, sticks his neck out. And it looks like he's trying to cough up a hairball. Right. The fucking cats don't have any hair. So yeah, it's like there's no hair weird. coming out. Sure. And so nothing would come out. And I was like, you know, he's acting weird. Hmm. Maybe I should go to the vet. But that was like, you know, I'll just wait and check. You know, because I'm not a big fan of vets. And I think as uh, seldom as you can go to the vet, it's a good thing. Like it's just, I, I don't trust vets. I, I trust vets less than I trust mechanics. Right. I trust mechanics more. Well, they're basically fucking glorified animal euthanasia. Euthanists, euthanasists. Well, that's pretty much what they do. Ninety percent of their job yeah. is just killing animals, and, the, and so yet they weird. still charge you two fifty for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've noticed, yeah. like in this city, I, mean, I don't know where your vet is, but I have this vet mm. in Highland Park that I go to. It's kind of mm. lower. It's like not a lower income vet, but they're definitely not like Hollywood yeah. price vets. Yeah, you go to a vet it's a long in fucking drive Hollywood, screaming fucking cat in the goddamn it's, car. I know. Yeah, and that's why yeah. I've been looking for a new vet. But I, yeah. I was going to the one that Lenora told me about. Mm. But this place is fucking crazy mm. to get the cat neutered they're like oh it's gonna cost about 650 dollars mm. i was like really because you can go take them to a fucking like animal kill shelter yeah. like a no a no Parker's kill shelter house, whatever and they'll do it for like 70 yeah. bucks but regardless i found this one in highland park it's I, I do kind of trust that bet so i was like i'm gonna observe the animal for a little while i'm gonna observe hecubus see if this like you know if it becomes more frequent the coughing and it did sure enough like on sunday he was coughing even more so i'm like you know what fuck it i gotta call the vet so that morning i made an appointment for the vet tuesday morning it's gonna take him in monday night after work i come back the cat's just kind of lying on the couch breathing like this <laughs> like uh, dude i've never heard anything like yeah. it it sounded like there's like crackling in his lungs i was like holy shit so I fucking rushed to the vet. A Sounds late like my vet. aunt Bernice's death rattle. That's what it. Yeah, that's yeah. The first thing I thought. Yeah. This is a death rattle. Mm. This cat is on its last legs. It's dying. Mm. I freaked out. Mm. Went to this vet on Santa Monica, right in Hollywood. Yeah. It's open until ten. Yeah. It's not a late night vet, but I mean they're like twelve to ten. Go in there and they're like, oh my god, let's take this cat back. And so the guy, they, they were cool. It was a very hip place. Like the uh, vet tech was like super hot, mm. and like it was very LA. 
Uh, the guy kind of looked a little bit like George Clooney, yeah. like the doctor. He's like, yeah. comes in. He's like, all right, I'll level with you. Your cat's having an asthma attack, mm. okay? And I was like, well, I had no idea cats can get asthma. He's like, they can. They also can use inhalers. And I was like, okay, that's mm. weird. Like little kitty inhalers? He's like, yes, yeah. little kitty inhalers. Yeah. He's like really serious. Like, and so why? Uh, Dr. McSteamy. Yeah, I was like, uh, mm. okay, so just come on, doctor. What, what do you need to do? He's like, we got to take some x-rays. And uh, we're going to do some blood work to figure out what's going on here. And I was like, all right. He's like, um, it's not going to be cheap. And I was like, well, how, how much is it going to cost? He's like, all in all, it'll probably be around $700. <laughs> like $700. Yeah. $700 for a couple of x-rays and some blood work. And I was just sitting there like, what else can I do? And, and that's the thing. They know they have you fucking like between a rock and a hard place. Like they have you. Like yeah. there's not like you're, what are you bent, gonna do? you're bent over the chair yeah. waiting for them to penetrate you from behind. That was the weird thing when I like once I got my own pet and started paying veterinarians, I realized that when I was a kid and like my, our cats or dog got sick and we bring it to the vet and my mom be like, yeah, there's nothing we could do. We got to put it to sleep. There was totally some there shit was, they could have done. Totally. But it's like when you have a kid, you're like, I'm not going to fucking pay $700. I got to feed this fucking stupid kid. I'm not going to pay $700 for a dog. And it made you me know? think too about when, uh, about how many times we took our dogs in like, yeah. you know, in, in like South Africa and everything. Like we probably, we had like six dogs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure mm -hmm. there was that thing where it's like they asked the rabbi, like, you know, it's probably going to cost you about $800 to fix yeah, a dog. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, I guess there's nothing we can do. R.I.P. Right. Rover, I guess. Mm. I'd buy now. I loved yeah. you while you were alive. Yeah. And then they'd come out and tell me, like, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a fatal, it's mm. fatal, it's mm. cancer. But anyway, yeah. so I'd, the guy's like kind of, and he gives you this look of like, what are you going to do? Take your cat, your dying cat somewhere else? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's fucking 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> and so I'm like, fine, do? just I, here's my credit card, just fucking charge it. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, so sure enough, they fucking like charge $800. And I was pissed too because I was going to buy a TV set this week. Yeah. But Hecubus is more important than a 65-inch Samsung television set. Sure. Um, and so they brought the cat out. And uh, they're like, yeah, so he probably has an upper respiratory infection. And he definitely has asthma. We recommend that you give him this antibiotic that's the size of a fucking horse pill. This mm -hmm. thing is like about, I don't know, like an inch diameter. It's fucking huge. And, uh, and we recommend you give him the steroid. And I was like, okay, for how long? He's like, oh, half a pill in the morning, one at night for the next two weeks, and then give him the mm. uh, antibiotic for like seven days. And so I've never given a cat a pill mm. before. Like, I, I mean, I guess I never, yeah, never had, the, never had a chance to do that. And so I, I asked the guy, I was like, so what, what do you do? Because dogs, dogs are easy. You, you put it in cheese or something and just yeah. shove it in their mouth. They'll eat it. They don't give a shit. Yeah. But cats, you can't really do that. Yeah, and so the lady was like, "It's not that big of a deal, mm. you know. You just open, hold them, open up their mouth, pop a pill in. Let's just pop it, pop it right in their mouth. It's not that big of a deal." And so I was like, "Can you demonstrate?" She's like, "Well, we already gave it to him. So mm. why don't you just tomorrow morning give him the antibiotic and a pill, and it'll be, it'll be, it'll be just fine." Mm. So fucking that morning, Tuesday morning, I'm like, "All right, let me grab the cat." My girlfriend, had, she wasn't there; she had to leave early for work. So I'm like, "How hard could it be?" I mean, the cat weighs eight pounds. So I wrapped him up in a towel. Mm. I tried to grab him and like open up his mouth. Dude, that fucking cat went ape shit. Mm. He clawed my fucking legs, clawed mm. my stomach, gnashing his teeth. I mm. got the pill in his mouth. I was holding, trying to hold his head shut, mm. held his head shut for about a minute. And he gets up, 
and spits out the bill. <laughs> and I was just like, you little fuck. Yeah. And so that night I'm like, I call my, you know, I call my girlfriend. I'm like, we're going to do this together. It's a two person operation. We got to do this. And so we wrap the fucking cat up again. This is mm-hmm. Tuesday night. I gri- grab him and I have like a strong grip and the cat's crying. I mean, mm-hmm. literally crying. Mm-hmm. Tears yeah. are coming out of his okay. eyes. My girlfriend's crying because yeah. it's like, it's yeah. so sad to do this to the animal. Mm-hmm. I pry- I'm trying to get his mouth open. He yeah. won't open his mouth. I pry yeah. his mouth open. He bites down. Mm-hmm. On my fucking thumb, through my thumb, yeah. his fucking teeth went through my thumb, and I was like, "Fuck!" And and we still got the pill in there, and they spit the pill out Ugh. again. And so I fucking like, you know, I had to wrap my thumb up. There's blood everywhere. Mm. I'm sitting there, and so the next day I was like, "I'm gonna go back to the vet and be like, you got to give him a shot or something. We can't yeah. do this pill thing for the next two weeks." And so the next morning I wake up on Wednesday, my thumb was like three times mm. the size of a normal thumb. They say D. Simon's thumb grew three sizes that day. <laughs> well, they you know they say cats' teeth are, have more bacteria than dogs' teeth, right? And it's like you know, you can actually get like your, your hand can go septic, sure, from a fucking cat bite. And you know, I've had I've had uh, my sister's cat bit me once, and I like on my hand did kind of like swell a bit, mm-hmm. and like a Benadryl was fine. But this, I was like, Jesus Christ, maybe I should do something about this. I mean, my thumb hurts really bad. There's fucking pus coming out of it. So uh, I ended up having to go to urgent care. Yeah. And they had to, like, drain the wound. <laughs> fucking, like, I got, like, an antibiotic I got to take for seven days. Yeah. Long story short, we ended up going back to the vet and got, like, liquid form. So we have to, like, spray mm. this liquid in his mouth. It's a fucking nightmare, dude. Jeez. And the cat still is kind of fucked up. I mean, you saw him walking around today. Yeah. But... Yeah, he's just been laying on a couch. At least now, after a few days of uh, treatment, he can breathe again. Mm. But goddamn, what the fuck? And they, yeah, and, they, and that's the thing. After this, mm. after the steroid, they said you have to get a little cat inhaler, which is like, it looks like a human inhaler, but yeah. it's got like, it fits over their whole face. You just spray it in their face and hold their face in it. So it's they retarded. <laughs> it's retarded. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, anyway, enough about my fucking cat. Jesus. I want to talk about that cat. It's giving me a fucking headache. Really wanted to get that TV. Look, TV man, I, I I had to get my t- cat's fucking teeth removed. Four thousand dollars, dude. Jesus Christ. Four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. Yeah. Hey, that's pushing it. Yeah. Four grand. Yeah. How did you pay that? Did you charge it? I got a job. The last job. Remember the last job I had? Oh yeah. I got that just because of this fucking bill. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. Because and there were two. There's only like two cat dentists in LA. And one of them was three thousand dollars, and one of them was four thousand dollars. But one of them showed me the size of a cat jaw, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with the four thousand dollars. It's a small fucking opera, you know, small you, jaw, small." You, you know. would think a fucking cat dentist could be like, "Well, there's some things we could do. We could yeah. like, you know, remove this nerve or whatever. Like, why remove all the no, teeth? No, the, the weird disorder it was. The only cure is to remove the teeth because the body Christ. treats the teeth like foreign invaders." So that eventually the mouth just gets all these lesions and because antibodies that just attack the gums. There's a Korean clinic down the street uh-huh. that probably would have done it for 60. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's a I, delicate operation. I'm telling you, though, it's highway robbery, these fucking yeah. vets. They and know. I forgot to ask for the teeth. I could have had a necklace. All of its thing. teeth? It has no teeth. It has no teeth. The cat has no teeth. So how does it eat? Is it wet food? Wet food. Does yeah. it bite you? Yeah. With its gums? Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. It's just kind of like a little old woman. 
just like, <laughs> like a little lady on your hand yeah Ugh. yeah that's unsettling like the old lady from the goonies yeah yeah <laughs> you know god so, that's terrible right yeah, that's terrible anyway enough about cats let's yeah. talk about uh amazon women yeah you tune in the sick and wrong podcast we're two old jews talking <laughs> Talk about, about fucking cats. cats yeah we're done with cats we're moving on to amazon women that's the that's the theme of the show big yeah. women yeah um you ever been you ever dated a girl taller than you they need a big cereal no no i mean they, you're how, i'd you're, like to you're what six three six three six three yeah so what's the tallest girl you ever dated Probably like five ten, you know. Yeah, five, but in ten. heels, that's gotta be. She's gotta be like six four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my ex my ex girlfriend, she was five eleven, and in right. heels, she was like six three. We yeah. kind of looked ridiculous together. Yeah. I kind of don't mind that though. I think right. it's kind of sexy. It's I, fun. Like, I like tall girls yeah. like that. Plus, you kind of feel like a pimp. Like I feel like too short walking right. around with like some you know, big ass chick. But the girls feel self conscious about dating a short dude. Sure, yeah. You know, and they kind yeah. of they, they feel like weird it. about it. Yeah. Um, a lot of girls do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I, how many girls do you ever see that are taller than six three? It's rare. I mean, because I lived in New York, I'd take the subway every now and then. I'd see a girl that was like t- like tall, maybe an inch taller than me on the subway, and I'd look to see if she was wearing heels. And a lot of times she wasn't. And I'd be like, "Wow, is she a WNBA player?" No. Oh wow. I, actually, I don't know. Maybe, but it didn't <laughs> seem like it. You know. See, I would be looking for an Adam's apple. Or uh, just checking the hands if she's. Oh, I check it all. I'm always looking because I I would feel like it's not. It's so uncommon to see that. It is very uncommon, you know. Um. Anyway, I uh, was was surfing the internets, surfing the tubes, and I came across a fetish model named Amazon Amanda. Hmm. Uh, Goddess Amanda. She's a professional fetish model slash, I guess, dominatrix. You'd say, Um, but she is a she's a large girl. Um, she's about six three, and uh, weighs about three hundred seventy five pounds. In heels, yeah. she's six nine. Woof. Yeah. Jeez and so uh, I was looking to just kind of read, yeah. like, wow, this girl, like, what does she do? And she, you know, it's the type of thing where a lot of guys they like to like wrestle girls like this. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing. That she said a lot of clients they like to wrestle. They like to wrestle. Sometimes and, it's fun to be overpowered by a woman. Yeah, I could see you know, that, like being submit. Usually, you're usually you have to pretend. You know what I mean? Usually, you have to pretend. In a scenario where you didn't have to pretend, that's interesting. Well, that's, we, I'm interested. We interviewed. Yeah, I forgot. I don't remember what episode this was. We a female bodybuilder. She's big. Mm, yeah, and one of her things is she'd wrestle dudes, and she's fucking huge, mm. and would submit them with her, mm. and it would usually end like it culminate with their head in between her legs while they're mm. jacking off. Okay. And that's what they wanted. They wanted to be completely, you know, they wanted to submit completely to this woman, this woman and just be dominated and that's what got them off. I mean, that's how my career ended too, so, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, Amazon Amanda here, she does more than that. Feats of strength, okay. lift and carry, yeah. um, face sitting, yep. trampling. Mm. Like that's, a, it, it blows my mind. Like where, when do you get to the point where you want like a 375 pound woman just to sit on your face? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how does that develop? Hmm. I don't know. It's a weird fetish. Lift and carry sounds interesting, you know? It'd be she, fun to be just carried like a fucking sack of potatoes over some giant just woman's shoulder. like some giant yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> anyway. I wouldn't pay money for it, but it'd be fun. You know? Anyway, I messaged her. Yeah. And I was trying to get around for the Valentine's Day show last week. I was like, let's do a 
Valentine's Day show with Amazon Amanda, but she's been on tour, so it's been difficult. But then she got back to me. She's like, sure, I'm around. I was like, so how about this weekend? So she's like, all right. So I gave her a call. She's awesome. She's okay. hilarious. She's in New York City. She, is, uh, she has a great sense of humor. And uh, it was a very fun, candid interview. So um, let's play this. We, uh, here's the interview with uh, Amazon Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hey. Hey, this is uh, D. Simon here calling you from Sick and Wrong. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Thanks for being on the show today. I know uh, you got a busy schedule. You have a session coming up. So uh, I'm glad you could fit us, in, fit us in beforehand. So, <laughs> so you said you're in uh, New York City, um, but that's not your home base, right? No, I'm actually, well, originally from Idaho, but I'm based in Las Vegas. When oh. I'm not touring. Um, yeah, I've been on tour now for like the last two weeks. And I'll be in Boston and Portland, Maine this week, back to Vegas. And then early March, I'm hitting up Florida, North Carolina, and then over to Europe. Okay. Do your clients fly you out for sessions? Um, it really depends most of the time, yes. I'm a woman. I don't want to pay for my own travel. <laughs> I want to travel, but I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend feels the same way. Um, so tell me, how did you get into this? How, how long have you been a professional uh, fetish model and like what inspired you to pursue this line of work? Um, it actually happened by accident, to be quite honest. I've been doing this 15 years. Well. Yes. Yeah, so basically I was, you know, six, high school, 6'2", 240, 260, and I was actually doing mainstream modeling, and then but I kept growing up and out <laughs> to where it's basically like, um, you're too tall and too big. This was before it was cool to be, you know, to be plus size, yeah. you know, to be a big girl. You know, before it was the whole, before, like, like the anybody ads. and everybody. Yeah, before it was cool to be flat, you know? It was <laughs> like, well, fuck you. So anyways, um, went back to college, like, this sucks. And then... God bless the internet. You talk with all the pervy guys that you're like, oh my God, you love my size too? Wait, you don't mind when I wear heels and tower over your short ass? <laughs> and then he's like, all these similar interests. And I'm like, which now today I know they weren't exactly friends. They were more fans. Mm. Um, and then one day I talked to a guy, I'm like, well, a good friend over the years. And I was like, I was having a pity party. It's like, I miss modeling. I miss the travel. I miss the photos. I just miss, like, everything that is this. It's like, um, trying try to be cool and, like, coy. Like, no, he doesn't know anything about this. And I mentioned, like, well, I was shown this link site. At the time, it was for Giantess, and, and, but it was linked to Amazon's Arena. And I mentioned mm -hmm. that. And you would have got his eyes just, like, blew out of his head, like, oh, my God, you have to check it out. You have, I'm like, what? What is it? And literally, it was a website that was all tall women, like 6'3", 6 6 6 6 just being themselves. Oh, wow. You know, standing next, standing next to short guys, doing the whole size, height comparison, lifting them, resting them. I'm like, oh, my God, that's my daily life. What You're like, I could do this. I'm like, this is me. Wait, and you get paid for this? Uh, so anyways, he's like, oh my God, email Jim. Who the hell is Jim? Look, everybody knows who Jim is. Mm, no, not everybody. I'm this little white girl from Idaho. What do I know? And so I messaged him. 
you know, coming from the mainstream world, totally thought he was going to say, no, you're, you know, used to the rejection. Mm. And he's like, I said, here's my, you know, here's my stats, here's my highlights. And if you're interested, I have pictures. So, you know, love my measurements. And then he's like, yeah, send pictures. Send him pictures. We need to talk as soon as possible. <laughs> he's like totally okay. on board. Is this guy like, uh, uh, oh, yeah. in the, I guess the giantess world, is this guy like really well known? Um, at the time, he was pretty much the pioneer. Like, it was the place to go for Amazon women. And, like, the next week, I had my Yahoo group up. That's dating me, because back in the a- day and age of Yahoo groups. Yeah, I was about to um, say, it's like then, uh, early 2000s, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> uh, 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, yeah, and then the next month, I was flying to Las Vegas to shoot for my website. And then by that summer, I was in Tokyo filming. Ow. So it's Kind of, kind of, pretty much snowballed. You know, yeah. This time I told my own, hey, I'll give it a year. Yeah, and it's been fifteen years later, and still going strong. So wow. it's been amazing. That's a, that's awesome. So what are, what are your dimensions? How tall are you? Well, I'm six three barefoot, and I'm up to six nine in heels. Wow, well, six, six nine, six inch heels. Yes, depending on the doorway, I don't quite clear it. <laughs> um, and both my hips and the door. Like in New York, I have to turn sideways through most doorways. Wow. Because I have 46 double D um, boobs, 47 and 63 inch hips. Oh, man. Yeah, you're a big and girl. Thighs, I know, right? I'm, I'm a whole <laughs> lot of women. <laughs> and 39 inch thighs, which is bigger than most the uh, average guys. So just imagine my thigh is bigger than most guys is a, yeah. Like what, what size pants do you wear? Me? I'm, I'm kind of a small dude. So I'm like probably, I wear like a waist 31, 32. Yeah. Okay. My thigh is 39. Wow. Just let that sink in. (laughs) That's amazing. That's amazing. So when, when you're out on the town, cause I knew you, I know a lot of guys just want to go out on the town and hang out with you. Are people like, just, are people staring? Like, is it weird? All the time. All the time. And actually, I love it. <laughs> so, like, when I'm by myself, I'll wear flip-flops, to, you know, just like Jillian. But, you know, girlfriends are going out with guys, and I'm like, okay, so do we want to be low-key or make a scene? Make a scene. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> are people coming up to you, like, asking for selfies, that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Well, and it's funny, like, when I'm by myself, like, you'll just get the looks. But when I go out, like, with my tall girlfriend, like, when I'm hanging out with my Hannah Kayla, she's also 6'3", and my friend Heather Haven, who is 6'6", six, six. like, the stairs, and then the, we have picture? Can wow. we have picture? Or oh, they're trying to sneak, be the sneaky selfie. Like, really, just just come over and take a picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people I, are not subtle. I gotta say, though, that, I mean, it's it's gotta be kind of rare to see, like, three Amazons, like girls over six three, just kind of hanging out, walking around. Well, it okay, it is, but the stupidity that comes with Ugh. you're all talk. You must be sisters. Oh my god, yeah, like, that's got to okay. get old. <laughs> <laughs> or the, you know, we have three. Well, Michaela, who's six three, athletic build, olive skin complexion, beautiful. Uh, Heather, who's a Swedish tall blonde, you know, kind of skinny. And then you got me packing out. I'm like, seriously? 
<laughs> like sisters, but from other fathers. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, it's funny. Or they automatically think we're all part of a basketball team. <laughs> and it's. Are you like, do seriously? I look like a basketball player other than my height? You know? What part of this looks like I run? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So you do so, not maintain these curves running up and down courts. No, no. So tell me about um, about your sessions. Like, what what type of services uh, do you offer here? Oh, don't make it sound so sexual. Services. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, no nudity, no sex, no release. Okay, so, so there, I mean, so there is no sex. Even, and do a lot of guys come and ask for it? Is that like usually like know, right off the get go? They're like, hey, do you do sex? Over the years, like, they've pretty much come to just understand no, 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 no. Um, but I'll still get the new guys that are, so do you do the, I'm like, no. We will get the ones that obviously don't read. You know, I'm like, like just tonight, I had, you know, interested in a session. Great. What do you interested You know, I say, you know, no nudity, no sex, no release. What type of session are you interested in? Facing, smothering, eating you out. You're just like, did what you did you not understand there? <laughs> well, and I'm like, no. And then they'll ask again, and then I'll block them. And then they'll pout and cry and try and reach out in some other social media. Um, but yeah, so absolutely, at the top, no nudity, no sex, no release. That's over. So, but height, size comparisons, you know, be 6'9", having over the little 5'6", five, 5 five guys, love it. Um, lift carry. Where lift you can carry. Lift and pick, so what is yeah, that all about? Him. Are you just picking the guys up like like cradling Pretty much. them? Like a little kid. <laughs> like oh wow. <laughs> yeah, piggyback over the shoulder, side carry, basket carry, you know, have them on my hip. You know, it's yeah. I love it, but a lot of you know, can you imagine some you you said you're what, five six, five seven? Yeah, about five seven. Yeah. So imagine six nine, three hundred and eighty pounds holding you on my hip. Wow. So are these, do these guys have like the adult baby fetish or do they just want to be dominated by a very large woman? You know, it really varies across the board because like I'll deal with it. You know, I have sessions with adult babies where they just want to be rocked or coddled um, or spanked. And then the guys that just want to feel physically just whole size, overwhelmed, over dominated. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody is so different. You know, and so tell me about a couple other things here. What about human furniture? It, yeah, there'll be a footstool and you'll rest your feet on them and watch cable. <laughs> so you'll just be chilling for an hour watching TV and there your footstool. Pretty much. <laughs> you have the most amazing yeah. job I think I've ever heard. <laughs> um, you know, and it's great and it's never boring. You know, whether they want to be a footstool or a chair, most can't really withstand my weight for that long. So we settle for a footstool. Yeah, I was about to say. So what about like face sitting? Is it exactly mm -hmm. how it sounds? You're just sitting on their face, fully clothed? Well, either fully, it's different because some guys like the fully clothed. But if you're wearing jeans, I mean, that, that it's kind of a bit more extreme because the pants, there's no forgiveness. So you got this big ass, 63 inch ass, coming down on your face, and there's no place for your nose to go. <laughs> And eventually it feels like a cheese grater, um, you know, two bra and panties. You, and then even in the fabric, there's a difference in the feel. You know, guys are like, oh, I want the mesh. I want the see-through. I'm like, 
dude, in three minutes, you're going to feel like a cheese grater's on your face. But hey, okay, no problem. <laughs> Are they and really then, specific? You know, like with what they ask, like they want, I want this particular kind of panties or I want this, you know, oh, type of fabric? hose. Oh, um, some guys can if they, you know, have experience or they've been around the block or, you know, had other, had other sessions. But usually for the newbie, I'm like, cotton, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Most guys don't know that they, you know, that can I make a suggestion? I'm like, well, sure. You know, I can't guarantee it, but. It's when they go back, okay, your photo shoot from 2000, 2012, when you had on the leopard print, I'm like, hold up. I don't have anything that old. <laughs> and they'll actually send me photo sets from 12 years ago. Can I have this bra and panty? And you're I like, don't even know where that is. <laughs> you're like, that. that was 12 years ago, dude. Okay. Um, what about trampling? How does that work? A trampling? <laughs> Just how it sounds. It's... <laughs> But it's not for everyone. And I will not trample just anyone who asks. Because a lot of guys see something in a video, like, I want that, yes. Like, dude, you're 140 pounds. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I would be crushed. You'd probably crush me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, and and I have a really visual, vivid imagination. And it's, I don't need to see my size 12 wide foot Crushing your ribcage and touching your spine. You know, it's just not a good look. Um, And people are like, oh, no, I can take it. Like, I took you sitting. Okay, you, there's a difference between when I sit full weight on your chest. And you have a 63-inch ass. It takes up from your nose to your dick. So my weight is spread across your chest. Now, when you want trampoline, all that is compressed into just one foot. Wow. So it's it's a bit more extreme, you know, where I'll say, okay, we can do it, but I'll do partial weight. So I can just put one foot on their chest and just, like, lean into them. It, yeah, I mean, they squirm and wiggle. I'm like, yeah, you feel your ribs compressing, huh? Yeah, not as fun as you thought it would be, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but but you don't hear any snapping, like no, no bones being crushed. Yeah, no, no bone snapping, no punctures again, no. It's not a good look. <laughs> so so tell me about this stuff, and maybe I'm just uh, ignorant when it comes to these terms, but they're SPH, OTK, and AB. Small penis humiliation. Well, what is SPH? SPH is small penis humiliation. Oh, small penis humiliation. So how does you that work? Do they just, so like, show you their dick, or do you not even see their dick? No, I don't want to see it. Because <laughs> usually if they want it, they're, like, dealing with the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and look, not all penises are pretty, okay? (laughs) So, but yeah, you know, just how it sounds, humiliation of, really, my heels are bigger than your dick when you're hard. Really, my tube of lipstick is fatter, it's thicker, it's longer. It's, you could never make it past my inner thighs. What the hell are you even thinking? Wow. What about OTK? What does that stand for? (laughs) Over the knee spanking. Oh, okay. All right, all right. I can see how guys would be into that. What about AB? Adult baby. Adult baby. And then CBT is cock and ball torture. Cock ball torture. We've had a couple dominatrixes on the show that told us about that. And it always blows my mind. Did you subject yourself to it? I never have, but it blows my mind that dudes (laughs) are into this. Um, You know, I mean, it's like whatever floats your boat. That's totally cool. But how does that work? Like, do you step on their balls? Do you kick their balls? 
You know, it really depends. You know, some enjoy the kicking. Some enjoy the stopping, the flicking, like with just your finger, you just flick it. Um, I personally love when I'm like, you know, I ask them, well, now, are you interested? Are you, would you like to try it? Goes, yeah, 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 I would. Okay. You know, then you kind of do a slow introduction and then just haul off and slap them in the dick. Like, <laughs> ah! You can say, ah! I think mean, surely that was last, well, last night I had a session. It was, oh, yeah, I've been fed on by 560 pounds. Like, oh, it's different. Like, you know, they kind of get like that little cocky, like, oh, yeah, I can take close to 600. I'm like, okay, now imagine the heavier ladies. Like, they're great. But when they sit on you, they kind of spill over you. So the weight is kind of on the bed and on you. When I sit on you, it's all directly on you. Like, there's a difference. And how much do you, you know, weigh? I said, uh, 380 pounds. So that's like 380 pounds all on you at one time. Pretty much, yep. yeah. <laughs> I think they probably just don't understand that. It's hard for most to comprehend. You know, it's the... Because, I mean, most of, Well, I did an interview... And, you know, I said, hey, I'm 380 pounds. Well, 375, 380. But when they, you know, did the conversion and it went overseas, I tell you, that is the fastest I've ever lost 100 pounds. In the translation, they said, no, they didn't think you looked that heavy, so they took off 100 pounds. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, but, so, yeah, now I have this interview that's out there viral that says I weigh 270 pounds. Not since I was 16, but, but yeah. <laughs> and and that's the thing, though. Part of it, you know, part of the whole fantasy is they want a girl that weighs, you know, 300 plus and that's like over six foot five, oh, yeah. you know, that's all part of it. So mm-hmm. to be honest, they kind of weren't doing you justice there with that. No, they were idiots. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, let's talk about the clients here. What, who's your typical okay. client? Like, is it usually a guy like, you know, like five foot seven? You know, it's funny. When I first started, they were mostly middle-aged to older guys. And now that you know, I've been doing this song, it's kind of gone back to the mid-20s to 30s. Wow. Which blows, kind of blows my mind. Like, until they tell you that they've been watching your stuff online since they were 15. No, 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 no. <laughs> Say 18. 18. Okay. 18 Let's only, legal right. here. <laughs> Let's keep it clean. Come on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it'll range from the typical height for me is between 5'7 to 5'10. Hmm. And then I'll get a few taller guys. But most who want to meet, you know, the Amazons, the Giantess, it's, it's in that that height size. Have you ever had any dwarves? Again, have I had any what? Ha- ever had like any dwarves? Like guys are like under like four foot five, I guess. You know, it's funny. Online, I'll have guys pose as little people, but that's just part of their fantasy. I'm four two and twenty six pounds. <laughs> no, you're not. I've seen your profile. You're six two and one hundred eighty. Okay, <laughs> but it's. It's just that fantasy in their mind that they've created. Um, I mean, I've had actually one or two contact me, but I don't think they're legit. <laughs> Who's the shortest guy you ever had? Well, personally, they kind of scare me because <laughs> my peripheral vision stops just below my boobs. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you could possibly I'm... stomp them. 
<laughs> yeah. So when I'm like, you know, six nine, and I don't see below five eleven, <laughs> it's not a pretty sight. I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> you could possibly stomp them, but they probably would love it the entire time. Um. So. <laughs> Do you vet the clients beforehand before you like fly out and actually have a session with them? You know, it's one of those where I've been doing this so long that, you know, you get a vibe from people, you know, just through the emails. And I don't meet with everyone. Mm. I mean, there are some that, one, if they're just rude or yeah. they don't listen, follow directions, or if they're just plain assholes, no. Um, or if they give you that creepy Dahmer, like, Buffalo Bill vibe. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> and you could probably just sense that just in the email exchange. Oh, it's it's so easy, <laughs> you know. I mean, and I know other ladies like, okay, you need references, you need this, a social media. I'm like, dude, it's just like a job interview. People always put their best friend as their references. Of course, they're <laughs> going to lie for them. Seriously. <laughs> So tell me about the wrestling. I'm very interested in hearing about the wrestling. So when you, when a client's into wrestling, do they host it? Like, do they have a wrestling ring or how, where, where do you wrestle them? Okay. So here's my take on wrestling. I don't. Oh, you don't do any wrestling? Well, okay. I do, but I don't do competitive. I learned this way early in my career. Um, you have two different types of guys when it comes to the wrestling. You get the hardcore college collegiate level wrestlers who usually have little ego, usually have a vendetta against women. Mm. Um, they just want to challenge, like, no way you're tall, you're bigger, stronger than me. I can get you. I can beat you. Dude, I'm not here to prove anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the, if you want a fantasy wrestling session where you just want to be completely overwhelmed, dominated, and can't move, that's my kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, are guys serious about actual, like, wrestling, like Olympic-style wrestling? Or yes, do they want to just kind of roll on the mat with a large, beautiful lady? There are different groups and different levels. Um, I mean, there's a website, Session Girls, that actually caters to the female, you know, bodybuilders, the fitness, the hardcore wrestlers. Yet they have their own their own little group i just choose not to be part of it because mm. well, dude, that's not, mm, no yeah we had this i can't think of her name but we had this uh, bodybuilder on it that did do wrestling and she referred to these guys with this term called schmoes have you ever heard of this <laughs> schmoes yes <laughs> it's like these guys that want to be like you know actual wrestle but to the point where they're like you know they submit to a large like strong powerful woman and uh, she kind of used it in like a derogatory sense. It's like, oh, yeah, these guys are yeah. schmoes. <laughs> and I was like, I've yeah. never heard that before. That's just a nice way of saying schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do you know, fantasy wrestling, are you actually like pinning them? Like, like pinning them down? Or are you doing like a pile driver or something? Okay. I'm 6'3", 380 pounds. I get on top of you, you're pinned. <laughs> You know, so, you know, you start standing and then it's the, they try to do a little grapple. I mean, I was on the U.S. sumo team. I know how to use my, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, once you pin it, you know, toss them up. Like, I am pretty strong. 
I can lift you and toss you on the bed and then jump and schoolgirl pin you. No problem. <laughs> you know, or use one thigh to pin. Now, that's usually the humiliating part is I'll just put one thigh over them and they're pinned. <laughs> so then they're struggling and pushing. I'm like, it's just one thigh. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so has anyone actually ever been injured? Um, when I first started sessions, I mean, it, I was doing chest sitting and we're doing, you know, some bouncing, just like for an hour. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, harder, harder. I'm like, okay. And then I felt something like pop. And I looked at him like, uh, he goes, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. Just before I knew better. And then I said, I'm like, um, yeah, like part of his rib cartilage popped. Oh. And I'm like, I'm done. He goes, no, it's okay. I'm like, no, that shouldn't be there. (laughs) I should not be hearing these sounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, and a couple bloody noses that, eh. Yeah, but they're probably into that. So tell me, like, tell me real quick here. I know you got to get going, but what are some of, like, what's the most strangest request you've ever received? Like, how often do you turn, like, I know you turn things down when they're sexual, but like, what are, like, what's like a bizarre request you had that you're like, this is just weird? You know, the crazy part is nothing phases me anymore. <laughs> well, you got to get used like, to it, just desensitized. You know, I desensitized, like, and I know my vanilla friends, like, oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> No, that's that's a daily occurrence. I really, um, I can't do the farting. I've never been one to be able to fart on command. Do, do a, a lot of guys ask right for that? Now. Oh yeah, <laughs> they want either face sitting and fart on them, um, or you know, make them. I just want to eat your farts. <laughs> Look, there's a good point. If I force it, we're gonna get a shark. Okay, that's not exactly what you asked for. It's a little different. Sorry. Pay extra for um, that. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. You know, so it's really, I feel the guys that ask for stuff to be crushed, you know, whether it be live animals or the fish, and Ugh. can't do that. Sorry. Illegal. Nope. Um, it's not the most, well, kind of the most bizarre. I've actually had several guys ask me to kill them. To kill them? <laughs> to kill them. Like crush them to death? Um, yeah, several were, both my parents died in an early age. I've now outlived both of them. I know my time's coming. I want to go out on my own accord. Can I pay you 50 grand to kill me? Wow. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> Man, that's, that is hardcore. It's, so that's kind of the most, like, it's not really bizarre. It's just the most out there. Yeah. That is, I mean, I guess he's dying what he loves doing best, you know? It's like he's going out doing what he loves, so, <laughs> but still. If your last vision on earth was my ass, <laughs> you, hey, to each their own. <laughs> Do you have any female clients? You know, I have females, well, I have ladies that message me. That are either, you know, thank you for doing what you do. It's been, you know, an inspiration or, you know, they're no longer embarrassed or afraid of their size. Um, But most of the women that I've met with are with their significant others, boyfriends, husbands. Um, Sometimes that can be a little awkward Mm. (laughs) because, you know, they're not exactly there under their own accord. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. It sounds like they're being pushed by their boyfriend, you know, know, uh, coerced into being there. Well, it's the, you know, they want to make them happy. They've never done this. So the boyfriend's like, well, can you just show her how to do it? I'm like, so let me get this right. 
you want me to sit on your face while your girlfriend watches? God. Yeah, that's not awkward at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for the ones that have been really professional and cool about it, I mean, it's been fun, but it all depends on how the vibe from the woman. And if mm. she's not into it, I won't do it. I mean, just purely out of respect. Yeah, because, I mean, that's got to be awkward. All right, last question here. In your personal life, okay. do you usually date men who are your same height or around your height, or do you like shorter guys? No, I like shorter guys. You like shorter <laughs> dudes. How come? You know, they just try harder. It's like, look, <laughs> okay, put to. this into perspective. <laughs> when you get guys who are, you know, 6'2 and above, like, they're not used to being, you know, they're used to kind of being that, well, I'm the tallest, the biggest, or whatever. Well, that's my role. I'm used to being the tallest, the biggest. The big. um, I've had really negative experiences with taller guys. Like, I wear heels. And one informed me that I was sucking the testosterone out of the room, that I would have no need for him. He doesn't feel like he could protect me in an alleyway, but I could take care of myself. Well, no shit. Um, <laughs> where they've never been challenged. You know, to be eye to eye with someone or to feel physically, you know, overpowered. I mean, in short guys, they're always have people taller than them or bigger than them. So they're used kind to of, it. They're used to it. You know, in fact, and, I think it's really sexy when you see a girl wearing like high heels. And I, I'm not like intimidated by that at all. I think it's actually kind of cool and really hot. You know, she's like going to that. Yeah, and when you, and then when you see her with someone who's not who's shorter than her. Like, I think that's just amazing. Well, and usually it's the girl it that doesn't like dating because she feels self-conscious about dating a shorter guy. True. I mean, I actually have a lot of girl, tall girlfriends who won't date anyone tall, like shorter than six foot. Hmm. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, the shortest I've dated was 5'6". Five, 5'6 six. <laughs> five, six up to like 5'9". Wow. <laughs> Do you have to like bend down to give him a kiss? Well... Yeah. <laughs> or pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way, okay? <laughs> well, Amanda, thanks for being on the show. People, you can find out more about Amazon Goddess Amanda at AmazonAmandaAndFriends.com or via your Twitter page at Twitter.com slash AmazonAmanda. And do you have any other social media I can plug? Um, Instagram. I'm on there as well under AmazonAmanda. And Amazon, Amanda. All right, Amanda, thanks. Thanks for being on the show. It's been, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Hey, thank you. It's been great. Have All a right. good one. Take care. Dude, I love when she said that, uh, like, she's had requests where guys are like, I want you to suffocate me to death. Right. Like, and they're going to pay her yeah. to suffocate them to death. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, my hat's off to them. Right. These guys are like, I want to go out doing something I love. I feel like you can't make that request to somebody unless you summon them to your mansion and they have to walk through and they're like, a servant ushers them through the mansion and then they find you like in front of the fireplace and you're like, I have a request of you. I have I a proposition. <laughs> I want you to kill me by suffocating me to death and farting on me for five minutes straight. 
<laughs> well, she doesn't do farts. Okay. So, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it depends on how much then money. I guess you came all this way for nothing. But um, don't you think yeah. these guys that are requesting <laughs> yeah. this girl and going to pay her like 50 grand or 100 grand or whatever yeah. to, to suffocate them to death yeah. have plans for what, you know, for the body, for the corpse? Like, I'm sure they have a manservant, you know, that's going to come in and just mm. and take away the body. Right. Because, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming they do. Yeah. Because why would she do that otherwise? Well, she would do it anyway because it's yeah, illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There'd have to be a pretty good plan in place, you know, to be like, oh. Yeah, but could she be like, you know, I was just sitting down, you know, looking at my iPad. I didn't realize that there was an old man's face underneath yeah. me. How would I know this would happen? Yeah. Anyway, she's uh, she's pretty cool. Uh, People's episode six twenty two here of Sick and Wrong. We have stories coming up next, news stories coming up next, and then we have um, phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more Sick and Wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. The first story we have here actually is... Uh, not a hometown story, but it occurred about three hours north of here, mm-hmm. up uh, Tracy Modesto area, Oof. Central California. Right, you know people always lovely th- area. Well, people Real always great. talk about California. It's like California's so liberal. Mm. It's like you know, it's uh, the liberal hive of the U.S. It's like yeah, sure, San Francisco is, mm. you know, and then Northern California for the most part, mm. and L.A. But fucking that whole area in between yeah. San Francisco and L.A. Yeah. is just like racist conservative farmers. Yeah. You know? Anyone who's played GTA San Andreas, either of them knows what we're talking about. Yeah, here. like Fresno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cool. Modesto, yeah, all right. those places are terrible. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I snapped a suspect's words about the death of a teen who named her killers before she died. Hmm. Shortly after his arrest, Daniel Gross talked about the death of a coworker, a young woman whom authorities say he brutally stabbed and left on the side of the road. This is weird. This guy is accused of murder, arrested mm. for murder, and he did a 20-minute jailhouse interview with a reporter. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Because he's an idiot. What a fucking moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a moron. I mean, he does, yeah. He doesn't sound like a Rhodes Scholar to begin with. I mean, I don't know why, why he's surprised. But he there. admitted to yeah. murdering this girl in yeah. a fucking interview with a reporter. He probably didn't know that's admissible in court. Oh, what an you idiot. Know? What yeah. an idiot. Gross seemed regretful in his 20-minute jailhouse interview uh, this past Wednesday. The first glimpse into what may have precipitated mm. Lizette Cuesta's slang. Mm. He says, I snapped, adding that he did not mean to hurt Cuesta. So he seemed regretful. His lawyer, mm. his court-appointed attorney must have been regretful after seeing that. Yeah. It's like, he did what? A fucking 20-minute interview with a fucking reporter? Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> he says, I didn't plan to do this at all. I feel like shit. I fucking hate myself, you know? I wish I could go back in time and that this never happened. And now you can. (laughs) Back to the future. Yeah. Needs a DeLorean for that. Uh, Delivery workers found Cuesta's body at 2 a.m. on Monday on a remote hilly road in Livermore. 
which is northeast of San Jose in California's Bay Area. Quoth the Raven. She had been stabbed multiple times and thrown out of a vehicle. Mm. But the 19-year-old clung to life for hours. It crawled nearly 100 yards to get to where passing motorists could see her. Before she died, she told first responders the names of her alleged attackers. Hmm. Got to admire that tenacity. Yeah. You got to admire that. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's insane. Like, she didn't just lay there dying, bleeding out. She's like, I am going to tell the authorities who yeah. murdered me. Interesting legal side note on that. Um, normally, if, if, a, if a woman like, is, like, tells a cop about a crime and then goes away... The cop can't testify to that because it's hearsay, and that's an admissible. Well, you mean court. if like a living woman was a like living woman, me, a living yeah, yeah, woman a living that was woman. like I was just robbed or right. something. Yeah, yeah. But the only hearsay that's admissible in court is a deathbed confession. So if you mm. hear something that somebody is dying says, then you can testify to that in court as a witness. So wait, an officer can't. The idea testify... behind that is that if somebody's dying, they'll be truthful. You know. Oh. Yeah, that's the idea behind it. So that. if an officer arrested somebody, yeah. or or if a woman ran up and was like, that person just robbed me, yeah. they couldn't testify in court as a witness? Because that's hearsay? Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. So what if you're like, that person just stabbed me, and you weren't dead? Oh, well, if the cop didn't see it, the cop can't testify, you know? Or if he didn't can only testify it. to like, yeah, I came and he was stabbed. So, so it's just if someone's dying yeah, yeah, and yeah. on their deathbed, this yeah. is their confession. You can testify to that testimony that you heard, you know? Huh. Yeah. So not, what if you're dying and you admissible confess? Admissible hearsay. So if you confess to a murder while you're dying, same thing? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Same thing. It's interesting. Yeah, the idea behind it is like somebody's more... I mean, you also, the jury would have to believe whoever's telling what the dying person said you know obviously but um yeah it's considered admissible i think as a defense attorney though i think i would try to i would try to say something like how do you know that person's dying they're you know yeah you could totally do that insane at that point they can't think clearly so they'd say any name just because it's admissible doesn't mean it's airtight indisputable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um sergeant ray kelly here said that information allowed investigators to move swiftly and arrest the suspects before they were able to destroy evidence related to the case so they went after as soon as they they uh they they found this girl dying and she said who did it they just went straight out and arrested the people okay um they arrested daniel gross and his 25 year old living girlfriend melissa leonardo uh they're both arrested at their home like only a few hours later about 40 miles east of where her body was found. In the jailhouse interview, Gross claimed that he had acted in self-defense after the victim elbowed him in the ribs. <laughs> but that's where his explanation ended. Story so, checks out. <laughs> does that yeah. make any sense? Um, he did not explain how mm. an elbow to the ribs escalated into a bloody stabbing. Mm. He said that Cuesta was the one armed with a knife, which he had given her earlier as protection for when she's out skateboarding. Sure. It's always good to be armed with a knife when you go skateboarding. Right. <laughs> Never know what might happen. It's true. Um, the nature of their relationship also remains a puzzle. Gross told the reporter that three of them, the three of them, including Leonardo, had been smoking marijuana the night before Cuesta was killed. He claimed that Leonardo was driving while he and Cuesta were having sex in the back seat. He said he had a sexual relationship with both women, and both were aware and did not object to this relationship. Wait a minute. They were having sex in the back of a moving car? That his girlfriend was, was driving. driving. Yeah. That's insane. 
That's you know, crazy. Did you look at a picture of this guy? No. This guy looks like, I don't know, like he's inbred. Yeah. I mean, he he, he looks like he's fucking inbred. Um, he's got like uh, one of those like pubic hair mustaches. Right. He's just, you know, he's like 19 years old, poorly educated. How the hell does a guy like this get two women? Yeah. That would agree to this like love triangle, triangle relationship here. He manifested it. <laughs> yeah. you know? But I mean, I see things like that and I'm just if like. If you will it, it is no dream. You know? I see things like that and I'm like, God, I spent, you know, yeah. a good portion of my teens just never getting laid. Not a single woman would talk to me. Yeah. Yet this fucking mouth-breathing inbred. I spent half my 20s like that. I didn't know what to do. This, this mouth-breathing inbred has two. Yeah. <sighs> Don't get it. Yeah, man. The other thing, too, mm. they've been smoking marijuana before she was killed. That's weird. Because usually marijuana just makes you too lazy. I, I couldn't mm. imagine being super stoned and then stabbing someone to death. It is weird, yeah. Like I could smoke a bunch of meth and then maybe stab someone to death. Oh my God, he looks so weird. Two girls this guy gets to pick. Yeah, yeah. I'll post a picture on the site, but I, yeah. I just saw this and I'm like, what the fuck? That's so bizarre. Ah, God. He looks like kind of like AJ from The Sopranos, but stupider, you know? <laughs> Very weird. Um, yeah. What is clear from uh, this whole narrative that he ginger given, too that he had given the yeah. uh, the reporter is that all three of them worked at a Carl's Jr. restaurant <laughs> in Tracy Tracy which is in California Central Valley and that Quesa willingly got in the car with the two suspects Carl <laughs> Carl's, Carl's Jr. Jr. Okay. That's, where, that's, where, that's where they all worked so uh, it's a romantic is this uh, people Central like Carl, California story people who work Carl's Jr. get up to Fucking each other in cars while it, you know. Where were weed. they driving to? Where were they going? That's what they say. They don't yeah. know where they're going. He stabbed just... her in the car while they were having sex. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's real weird. It, so it makes me wonder. Like, do you think his girlfriend was like hatched this plan? Like, I'm jealous of her. That's, I want this relationship to end. Remember that robot from Futurama, the Bender? No, not the the other one who's like, yeah, yeah. He's got a knife and he's always trying to stab people. <laughs> No, yeah. which guy yeah. is that? Uh, I forget his name. It's like Hector or something, the robot. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this guy, I don't know. I don't, I don't know uh, mm. what causes to happen. I think his girlfriend was like, I'm done. Mm. And, you know, it's difficult to end a relationship mm. like this when you all mm. work together at the Carl's Jr. You're yeah. going to run it. It's going to be awkward. You know, you're in a, this polyamorous relationship. Workplace and yet you're romance going to gonna ride, She's yeah. probably not going to quit. Yeah. You're not going to quit. Yeah. So... What else can you do other than stab her to death and throw her body out on the side of the road? Yeah. You know? What kind of Happy Meals do they have at Carl's Jr.? <laughs> I don't think they what do. What kind of off-brand do shit they, do, they do you get in a Happy Meal? I don't know. You know what I don't like about Carl's yeah. Jr.? It's like, I also don't like Jack in the Box for this reason. Right. Is they serve too much of a variety of fast food. Yeah. I hate when places are like, we do burgers, we do burritos, yeah. we do like, you know, it's like stick to yeah. one or the other. It's like, you know, either do burgers and maybe like a fish sandwich or do burritos and Mexican food. Don't, don't try to like combine everything. Right. I, I, I'm distrustful of that. I I used to eat at a lot of Chinese Mexican places in New York. There were so many of those places. You know, the you yeah, the Chinese yeah, yeah. Mexican. That's yeah. another thing. Those yeah. are two distinct cultures. But it's like you get a taco and it's like clearly the beef in the taco is also the same beef that they use in Chinese <laughs> dishes. And it's real weird. But I will say buttermilk chicken tenders back at fucking McDonald's. They're back. They were They're gone right? for a few months. They sold out. Now they're back. I love how you're excited. You're genuinely so excited, excited about that. It's so good. God. Oh, my God. There was a time when I was excited about new things on the Taco Bell menu, but yeah. that excitement faded years ago. 
Um, so uh, they said here that um, that sounds like they're friends, like you're friends with anyone you may work with. And uh, the sergeant said she got in the car, we believe, because she knows them. And I think she thought she was going to be safe when she got in the car. And that's the sad part about this case. That's the sad part. Of, there's a lot, everything is sad about this case. <laughs> um, what yeah. I don't get about this, though, is why you stab a girl in the car mm-hmm. after you're done boning her. And then uh, you just dump the body on the side of the road. At least drag her out in the woods. Hmm. I mean, if had yeah. they dragged her out in the woods, yeah. then they probably would have had time to clean the car, bleach the seats or something. Yeah, probably. You know, come up with an alibi. Uh-huh. And these people are too stupid to come with an alibi. And what I'm taking away from this story is that there's a Carl's Jr. that's hiring. Maybe I should <laughs> look into that. You know, is Carl's Jr., did they take over Hardee's? They're, it's owned by the same company. So, But on the East Coast, it's Hardee's, right? And the West Coast is Carl's Jr. Is, it, is that what it is? Don't I think they have so. Hardee's here too, or am I crazy? I, I think the Hardee's no. here became Carl's Jr. Why? I don't know. I, okay. I, I don't know Doesn't what the difference make any is. Sense. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was weird when we were in Nashville. Uh, Wackerly's wife was mm-hmm. just adamant about stopping at an Arby's because she said Arby's in the South are better than Arby's everywhere else. Oh. I've never eaten at an Arby's. I've always just been revolted by Arby's. Yeah, yeah. They're fu- it's fucking gross, dude. Is it? Yeah, look at it. It's like this grayish, like, fucking... It looks like the labia yeah. off of, like, a six-month-old corpse. Like a right. corpse of a prostitute. It's just, like, all gray and just kind of hang in there. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, just put horsey sauce on it. Just yeah. put some horsey sauce. It'll taste better. It's, like, fucking disgusting, that yeah. place. No, I, I'm a roast beef guy. I like quality roast beef. I don't want to fuck around with no weird shit. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. If you want good roast beef, go to, like, a deli. Right. You know, go somewhere that's, like, a, a restaurant that... I don't want thing. no roast beef that looks like that fucking weirdo from Star Wars that Lando Calrissian hung out with who's like who drove the fucking thing with him yeah I don't want to deal with that um the sergeant here said that he obtained what appears to be admissions from a suspect in a murder he was talking about the reporter that interviewed him those are relevant to the case obviously when someone tells you that they killed somebody why and how he did it Mm. Uh, the reporter now has inserted himself into this investigation I believe homicide detectives call these cases the dunkers. The dunkers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He added, we don't appreciate what happened, but at the same time, we understand the news media. It's mm. not like we can sanction or punish him. They're talking about the reporter because it's the free press. Although mm. now, he's probably going to be called to testify in, the, in, the, in, in court if the case even goes to trial. Mm. Because he, in the jailhouse interview, they heard one side of the story. Mm. But that's the thing. You can't, you can't give a lot of credibility to a story coming from a person who is accused of killing a young woman. However, he did say that he killed the young woman. Right. I mean, that's... I, yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> His defense attorney could work with that, maybe. I mean, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, look at this guy. You gotta believe this guy. Look at him. You know? but, I mean, Come but, on. but if you're the right, prosecutor, right, right. you're just gonna go out there and just yeah, yeah. press play yeah, on yeah, your yeah, fucking yeah. recorder be like, here's the interview the dumbass did a week ago. Swish. Yeah. yeah. Let's just say guilty, you're done. Idiot. Uh, Idiot. What do you have here for the second story? Whip it up, I do. This one um, is not ripped from the headlines, but rather ripped from, I don't know, pop culture. Let's say. Pop culture. Yeah. Uh, Because this is some shit that's happened in arrest development. And this is some shit that kind of has happened in Ernest Goes to Jail. Hmm. You know? Interesting. Yeah. 
So let me tell you Copycat this. crime, then. This was sent, yeah. This was sent in from Todd. Okay. A prisoner in Peru drugged his twin brother and escaped from jail to see his mom. Twins. Yeah. So creepy. Here's the thing. If you're a twin, identical twin, don't don't <laughs> visit your twin in prison. Just don't so do it. Cr- so creepy. Don't do it. Call him. Call so him creepy. on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Because that's like, you're just begging for this. You're begging for it. You I know? had these. Do you remember a... Ernest Goes to Jail? What happened? It yeah. wasn't his twin brother, but it was just a criminal that happened to look exactly like Ernest. <laughs> right? Which, that, that also is rather odd. It was odd. It's a very odd coincidence. Look, you, you got to, you know. Looked like Jim Varney. He looked exactly like Jim Varney. That's weird. Uh, that yeah. is weird. Yeah. Unrepentant murderer looks uh, exactly like Jim Varney. I, d- I don't understand that at all. I had, In college, uh, I lived down the hall from these two guys, uh, these two twin brothers, and they shared the same fucking wardrobe. They wore the same outfits, and they lived together in the same dorm. That's they bullshit. They both rushed the same fraternity, yeah. and they would switch off each other's girlfriends. That's cool. <laughs> that I like. I like that idea. You think that's cool? That's fucking weird. There's, what was that movie? There was a movie like that. Dead Ringers? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! The surgeons or whatever? Yeah, yeah there were surgeons. Yeah, 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 a Cronenberg yeah. movie. It's yeah, a good yeah. movie. But, no, I mean, isn't that fucking weird, though? It's like, they actually would talk about it and, like, high-five each other. Like, oh, yeah, I fucked her last night. Mm. And, I mean, they weren't girlfriends. They were, like, girls that they were dating. But they both had to try them out. Okay. I mean, if the girls can't tell, it's kind of on them. I would not do that. I think that's creepy. That was real creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. But twins are creepy. What do you? you know, twins you, are fucking creepy. I mean, that's I was point. friends with twins when I was. See, identical or fraternal? Identical. Yeah. And thing is, is that their their mother always like look. One of them always wore red, and one of them always wore blue or green, and that's how you tell them apart. And that was the whole thing. <sighs> it d- makes I it easy for it. everyone, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I just I find them really creepy. Yeah. But I mean, you could also tell because like one of them was fucking regal. And the other one was real stupid. Well, so, would you, if you were a twin, would you like grow your hair out differently or get a facial tattoo or do something to distinguish yeah, yourself between I would. the other? I very much would. You know, these two guys looked identical. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell them apart. Yeah. We just called them by their last name because it's like, I didn't know. Yeah. But I mean, you can do the thing if you're identical, like, hey, <laughs> quid pro quo, you know, I'll go to this funeral if you fucking fuck my wife or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, you could, could do that You shit. could trade off yeah. on things. I guess so, that's true. You could do that. Um, when it this was sent in from Todd, by the way, when it comes to plotting a brazen prison escape, there may be a few stratagems more effective or soulless than swapping places with your unwitting identical twin. That was the ploy adopted by Alexander Jefferson Delgado, a convicted sex offender and burglar who has just been recaptured more than a year after escaping prison by drugging his twin brother and then dressing in his clothes. Wow. Yeah. Drugged his twin brother. Yep. Man. That's pretty, nefarious. Pretty brutal. That's evil. Um, the escape happened on the morning of January 10th, 2017, when Alexander's twin, Giancarlo Delgado, showed up at Piedras Gordas Prison to visit his sibling and bring him food and letters from other relatives. After meeting in a common area of the prison uh, in Lima, the 28-year-old brothers went to Alexander's cell. There, the convict offered his unsuspecting sibling a sedative-laced soda. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, first. Come back to my cell? First, yeah, when do they let you go back to their cells? Well, there's some, I don't know, I mean, there's some prisons in South America, 
um, where it's just like they don't even have rules. They're just yeah, like, you can have hookers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's just like you can't leave the prison. That's the only rule. You're stuck in here. The prisoners run the prison, basically. There's just walls and there's guards on the walls. Well, that's the thing. When you have cartels... Which I believe was also the third season of Prison Break. (laughs) When you have cartels that pretty much rule the country, it's Mm. like they also rule the prisons. And all those guys that are being arrested are cartel members. So it's like, yeah, sure. I want hookers. And Mm. I want some cocaine. And they'll just deliver Mm. it to you. But it's weird to me that they're like... That this place, would, I mean, that they could go, you go to a common area and it's like, hey, let's go hang out in my cell. Yeah. And right. That's weird. And the guards are like, oh, yeah, his identical twin brother's going to a cell. It's nothing oh, there's weird. Nothing what weird could about happen? that? What could go yeah. wrong? You know? Um, Giancarlo promptly passed out, waking up several hours later, surrounded by concerned guards. Da, 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 da. Still groggy and disoriented, he told them what had happened, but prison authorities initially refused to believe the story, raising the prospect that Giancarlo might end up serving the remaining 14 years of his brother's 16-year sentence for robbery and raping a minor. Jesus, raping a minor. Yeah. You do not want to be serving prison serving no. prison time for that. You're a chomo at that point. You are a chomo. So wait, so how can they... How can they prove that he's not the brother unless they do like because they share the same DNA fingerprints? You remember when that happened on um, uh, Arrest Development? They couldn't prove it wasn't him because his fingerprints were burned off by the cornballer. Uh, yeah, yeah. But do identical twins have the same fingerprints? No, they are okay. They're so that is everybody a different. has different fingerprints. All right. Yeah. So the switch was resolved only after Giancarlo's fingerprints were compared with those of his errant brother. Even then, authorities suspected he might have deliberately participated in Alexander's breakout. After prosecutors decided not to press charges against Giancarlo, uh, the head of Peru's prison agency still insisted that he had been complicit. That alibi, only he believes it. Is if you think said. about it, though, mm. what, a, what a brilliant scam. Like, yeah. If you really loved your brother, you can yeah. go there, go back to his cell, switch clothes, and then you go, you know, let your brother go out for a few months or, yeah. you know, and then he comes back and then mm. they switch off and right. you go out for a few months. And it's like back and forth. Yeah. I don't know if I love I'm my brother. I'm not doing that. I don't know, you know if I love my brother that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, I feel like my yeah. brother's prison experience would be a lot different than the one I would want. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. know? Absolutely would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think I'd be yeah, yeah I don't think I'd be as comfortable yeah. with the prison experience that my brother would have right or would seek out it was the first successful breakout from Piedras Gordas supposedly one of Peru's most secure penitentiaries you gotta be kidding me they let fucking civilians go back to the cells of the prisoners and this is the first time anyone's ever broken out yeah and not only that when he left he walked through six security checkpoints <laughs> and uh, and also they didn't even check this st- when you were a visitor you got a stamp on your arm he didn't have the stamp they didn't care everyone got fired basically yeah. everyone at this prison got fired because of this shit or promoted because it's South America it's like ah it's right fine. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah but Alexander's days on the lamb came to an abrupt end earlier this week when detectives arrested him at a house in Kalau um as he was led handcuffed by detectives into a police station shortly after his recapture, Alexander was peppered with questions by local journalists. Responding to one about why he had escaped from prison, he blamed his desperation to see my mother. Was his mother dying or something? I don't know. He just wanted to see his mother that bad. Yeah. 
All right. It's very weird. That that yeah. kind of I I don't know. I'm calling. Bullshit and also. If he did go see his mother, why didn't they catch him sooner? Yeah, you know, I mean, it was like, like first place you go. Weird. Um, so, how long was the twin in prison before he was caught, or before they found out the truth? Probably sounds like probably like a couple days or something. Oh, okay, yeah. two days. It's not that bad. The first story. This is a better version of the one I originally read. It was unclear. It's like one of the stories I read, it sounded like he might have been in prison the whole year or something. You know? Wow. But no, I don't think. I would it. hate my yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. And that's the worst thing about yeah. this is aren't twins supposed to be like, yeah. you know, you're genetically linked, yeah. but you're also very like close. Yeah. Like, nah, finishing each other's sentences and shit. Yeah. This is such betrayal. There's some psychic shit. Um, but actually he, he, John Carroll, when asked about it, said, Jess, I do love him. Uh, he told a TV station that. Um, as for forgiveness, he admitted might be tougher. I need to speak with him about that. Is what he said. Well, I definitely wouldn't yeah. be visiting him again. Right, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Alexander will now serve the rest of his sentence at Chalapalka, an Andean prison located about 16,000 feet above sea level, reserved for Peru's most recalcitrant prisoners. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. It's a weird way to describe it, but sure. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Recalcitrant prisoners? <laughs> Oh, I'm Just not really stubborn. I'm not prisoners. really sure about this, guys. I don't know if I. Oh, well, it sounds like Arkham Asylum yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like up on this like fucking mountain. <laughs> right, man. Mm -hmm. God, Mr. Yeah, J. I, I have read about a lot of these uh, South American prisons where they're just like, hey, you know, it's mm. Christmas. We're gonna give everybody hookers. Right. You know, and they just walk hookers in, and it's fine. Mm. They always tend to have uh, prison breakouts, like big riots. Yeah. And a lot of these South American prisons. Yeah, actually, it says that the Chalapalca had a mass breakout of 17 prisoners in 2012. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. seems like that just kind of happens so, on a regular basis. Yeah. God. Mm. Anyway, people send your stories to uh, stickaroundpodcast.hubmail.com. People, we have phone calls coming up next. You can call Stickaround Hotline 323-522-4032. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. People can call the Sick and Wrong hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we have is from a guy who uh, I think he got really high. And uh, he's pondering some philosophical questions. All right. Uh, hey. Uh, I got a question for uh, uh, both of you boys. Uh, uh. So I was um, smoking a doink here, a big old joint. And I was no wondering shit. about like people's fucking like kinks, like their sexual kinks, like. And I was wondering like where that stems from, like, like, like what happens to uh, people to get them in defeat, like why do people like get in Alabama hot pockets, like who's like. What's an Alabama hot pocket? You know, I have no idea. We should probably look that what up. The fuck is that? It sounds like some kind of like donkey punch or Cleveland steamer. Or it something. does sound like that. Yeah, weird. In the poop on the chest, and why is that? Like, I've I've always wondered. Like, I find poop on the chest 
repulsive. Yeah, most but people do, dude. <laughs> does somebody have to be an exceptional individual at yeah. birth to enjoy such a thing, or like what kind of trauma? No, my go God! Oh my God! <laughs> what is an Alabama hot pocket? See, I always thought this was called um, space docking. I think space docking or something. The sexual act of defecating into a vagina. Oh, and proceeding to have intercourse with the feces-filled vagina. Wait a second. You here's, shit. Here's the, here's the, here, <laughs> and here's, here's it used in a sentence. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I can't come to the pub tonight. Me and the wife are having an Alabama hot pocket to celebrate my promotion at work. God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, you know, I've heard of... Hot pocket! I guess I've never heard of the shoving the feces in and then having intercourse yeah. after, but I have heard of the term swapping mud. Oof. Where you take a bunch of shit, you put it in your wife's genitals, and she takes a bunch of shit, and she puts it on yours. Like swapping mud. But I've never heard of the okay. Alabama hot pocket. I thought here. it, well, without, this, without the fucking afterwards, I thought it was called space docking. Space? Why space docking? I don't know, all okay. right? Because I guess, you know, when you're, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm seriously, like, wondering if you guys have any insight in... You're not seriously doing anything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get that straight right now. You just called a joint a doink. Yeah. Okay, I don't think you're serious about anything in life, brah. To this, um... Some people like sniffing tennis shoes, like... I'm like super curious as to what it is that causes these kinds of things. Like, some people know when yeah. to hold them. Some people know when to fold them. Like cuck porn. Why the fuck do people watch cuck porn? Why is that a category? Like, maybe you boys have some answers. You can give some insight. Have a wonderful evening. Oh. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Motherfuckers, peace. You know, some people get stoned and they talk about like which album they like better, like yeah. Pink, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon or yeah. like Led Zeppelin 4 or something. Right. This guy's sitting here like, why do people shit in a, in a vagina yeah. and then fuck it? Like, why? Why do they do that? I mean, the the most I I actually can offer some insight here. I figured you probably yeah, could. I, I mean, yeah, the origin of fetishes by Harrison. There, there, there honestly hasn't been. I mean, there's been people talking about, it, but like, generally, like Freud's idea on it is still what people go with. Now, Freud told this story about a patient that had been coming to see him, doing psychoanalysis with him, and talking for a long time about this re reoccurring nightmare he has about like a fucking white werewolf that just you know that attacks him and that he's terrified of and um i don't remember the fucking details of the goddamn thing but you know he freud tells him after you know hearing all these things he's like well this is something called this is the, a fear of something that happened to you called the primal moment the hmm. primal moment is when you're a kid and you first see your parents having sex or you first see this see, something like sexual right and that is what he believes is the origin of fetishes. So if you're into fucking feet, you saw your parents fucking, you saw your mom's fucking bare feet, that was what you saw when it was happening. You know? It doesn't explain everything. You know? I can't speak to every stupid individual fetish, but that is generally what... Like, some weird childhood thing is The primal the, moment. The but primal so, moment. Like, I was thinking about this, like with uh, Amazon Amanda, for yeah. example. Like, when does a dude 
get into like having like a fucking 300 pound person just sitting on their face or something or wrestling with like a, a like a huge girl like that and yeah. it made me think i bet you're like fucking six years old and mm. you have a big sister and her friend and they pin you to the ground or something right and that's the first time you've ever sexualized anything it's totally something like that you know yeah, it has absolutely. to develop in childhood yeah, yeah. if you ask well me. here's the thing like some of them do because you know you know which ones do because you fucking had them since you were probably even old enough to know what the fuck sex was you know I've had bonded shit my whole child you know uh, that shit turned me on was I watching fucking Scooby Doo as a you know fucking seven year old I was about to say like but, were you jerking off to Schindler's List or something and that's what led to the Nazi fetish yes yeah <laughs> I owe oh, this watch if I had just sold this watch I could have saved two more Jews <laughs> you know just like fucking mm. but no no, no. Um, uh, you know like I, I, so that I've always said but I think nowadays people can develop fetishes as they get more and more into internet porn you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. If you well, people get more and more specific and weird, the more you get into porn. the variety yeah, that's yeah. available now. Yeah. Like the amount yeah. of porn that's accessible mm. now, you can definitely. I could see you de yeah. definitely developing weird, like like right. the shiza fetish. Right. I, I'm not quite sure how people developed the shiza fetish back right. in like. It, you know, it's probably the same thing. I bet you it was like an older brother, or an older sister shitting in their face, the kid's right. face, or yeah. something. <laughs> You know, and it's like doing something disgusting like that or getting bullied, you know, and I, right. I think that's where yeah. that develops. Um, but, I don't, you know, I don't know. Or you see your parents fucking and you get so freaked out you shit your fucking pants. <laughs> or you see your yeah. dad taking a shit on your mom's yeah, yeah. face. That'll which, do it. God, I couldn't imagine that being like four mm. years old and the rabbi just yeah. taking a yeah. shit all over my mom's face. I think I'd be like, Jesus. Yeah. Hot pocket. Is, is that how you are yeah. supposed to fuck? Is that, is, that, is that how it works? Right. God, I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Uh, is that how most of your fetishes developed, though, from seeing your parents fuck? No, I don't remember ever seeing... I don't... Because here's the thing. I don't know. I, like, I don't remember ever seeing that. My parents got divorced when I was pretty young, so it's like, I don't... I don't know where that came from. And you don't have any big... Well, I guess you do have an older sister. Yeah, but I didn't grow but up with... Yeah, you didn't grow yeah, up with her, yeah. I didn't grow up with anybody. I was an only child. God, that is so, weird. Yeah. Hmm. No idea. No idea where that shit comes from. And generally... I don't want to think about it. You know what I mean? I'm happy to just have it. I don't want to I don't want to think of like, oh, what relative did I see when I was fucking 3? Like, nah, you know what? I'll let it alone. Let hmm. it let's, let's let's let it all alone. I figured know? it was like you walked in on your dad. Hmm. He's wearing a chicken suit just plucking out feathers. Yeah. Next thing you know, that's where the fetish came from. <laughs> You could have seen the look on his face. Dignify what you just said with the response. Mm, yeah. Do you still have it, the chicken suit? I always have a chicken suit. That's not the fucking point here, D. You know? Just pulling out feathers yeah. one by one. I don't know where fucking fetishes came from. Yeah. And no one really does an Alabama Hot Pocket. That's some just sophomoric, retarded shit that frat I've boys seen came some up shit with. on the internet by accident, man. I, I, you know, I've, seen some, I've seen some things, man. You hear it's people like fucking uh, forget, Tucker Max talking about yeah. like donkey punch and blah, blah, blah. That doesn't really happen. It's funny. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. It is funny. Dirty sure. Sanchez. That's funny. But that doesn't really happen. If you're giving a girl Dirty Sanchez, you're an asshole because she doesn't want it. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, but hey, I guess what I always say, if you're not hurting anybody else, whatever blows your dress up is fine. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever floats your boat. Um, what's the second call we have here? The second call is, uh, oh, this guy. Holy shit. This guy, Stanley Stanko. Oh, God. Yep. All right. What's up, Jay? 
Uh, awkward. Did you say uh, that this guy always has like a menagerie, a developmentally disabled people in the background? <laughs> I think I did say that, yeah. <laughs> always. It's always like having like a really stupid party, you know, that I kind of wish I was at also, you know. So. A lot of spray paint being huffed. Mm-hmm. Silence. This is family. Uh, call in because I am coining the name for Toronto's new serial killer, bitches, and he is the landscaper. I was thinking maybe like the killer Santa Claus. That's that's lame. The landscaper. What? So he's talking about that story we did a couple right. of weeks ago about that guy, the the mall Santa, who's yeah. a landscaper that's killing guys. That is a good name for a serial killer. Eh. I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't like. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do like the Santa landscaper or something. Mm-hmm. The landscaper. Mm-hmm. This guy's all soaked because Toronto has one serial killer. Right. Like, come on, dude. We we I think uh, I think the U.S. has had all the major ones. I mean, well. There, there's been a few in other countries. I like Santascaper. <laughs> the Santascaper? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the U.S. has had so many serial killers, yeah. and we come up with really provocative names for all of them, but it's like Canada's got, what, two? Yeah. Like, come I'm surprised on. nobody named them yet, you know? Yeah, well, this, yeah. well Stanko did. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um, so now that I've called in with the story, I want these pubic hairs, and I want fucking... Land is pubes. Now, heroin, I don't know him well enough. Guys, my name isn't heroin, okay? <laughs> I know it can get confusing sometimes, but, you know, come on. Because I've been listening to you motherfucks for, like, since 2007, maybe six. I don't know. From the get-go. Jeez. From the get-go. Anyways, here's Captain Cough Cheese. He got the good shit for you. Yeah, I do, sadly. Probably not going to play this because we're probably getting a little stank with it. But anyways, here's Cheese is story. It's awesome. I'm jealous. Peanut butter jelly. All right, this is Captain Cough Cheese. Uh, I might call about this separately, but... Uh... Captain Cocktree's always sounds much more coherent than the other div- he does, yeah. disabled adults that are in the background just chattering. In comparison, he sounds like fucking William F. Buckley, yeah. <laughs> just bonging Labatt's yeah, yeah. beers. <laughs> Since I've been put on the spot, uh, basically, a few years ago, uh, it was diagnosed with brain cancer and I'm going to die. And uh, one of the last things that I ever wanted to do was go to a Pizza Hut buffet. So I did that. I went- I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Canada is so depressing. I know, it's like you know? the last thing you want to do hey. is go to a Pizza Hut buffet. Like, there are men yeah. offering large women $50,000 yeah. to sit on their face and suffocate them to death because that's the last thing they want to do and they want to go out doing something they love. This guy, Pizza Hut buffet. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but used crack needles. 
and uh, I shuffled out like a lobster. Wait, wait. He said there are used crack needles? He did say that. What's a crack needle? It doesn't exist. <laughs> Not a real thing. Like, he's either talking yeah. used crack pipes yeah. or used heroin needles. Sure, yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. This is the guy whose fucking biggest dream it is to go to the Pizza Hut buffet. <laughs> he's got terminal yeah. cancer and dream his last big. dying wish yeah, here yeah. is to go to a Pizza yeah. Hut buffet. To use the paper towel, but the paper towel dispenser was empty. God, if my expectations for life were so low, I'd be fucking ecstatic. All I was about the time. to say you probably would be a content yeah, individual. I would. You know? I'd be fucking thrilled. Yeah. So I scuttled back into the booth, and uh, were your kneecaps down to your ankles? My kneecaps were down to my ankles, and I used that's gross. The business card for my cancer oncology team at the hospital in order to wipe my ass and uh, get out of the restaurant. And uh, live the rest of my life. Thank you. Yeah, but you didn't tell the business. Wait, no, wait. I think we're still on. Yeah, we're still on. Yeah, but you couldn't find any fucking toilet paper. This is the balls of the story. That was in there. I included it. No, you didn't see the business card. <laughs> I did. I totally did. Seriously, guys. You, like, black out that first part if you want, but play this last bit. No. No. None of that is the balls of the story. The balls of the story that he was dying and his greatest dream was to go to the fucking... His last wish was ah! to go to the pizza. What I find really funny about this is Stanko yeah. is so amused mm. by this guy's story... Mm. Of not having toilet paper. Not yeah. those dying wishes go to Pizza yeah, yeah, Hut. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. I go to Pizza Hut Buffet. That's normal yeah. for your dying wish. It's the fact that he didn't have toilet paper and use the business card yeah. that he's reminding him of the balls of the story. Yeah. <laughs> People, yeah. there is a part two, by the way. Yeah. Totally fine. <laughs> Enjoy any paper in the bathroom. Right I said that. Okay. There are yeah. <laughs> he, Why did you just tell the story, fucking yeah. Stanko? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Wait, they, no, is this part two? Yeah, or? it's part two now. All right. So you need fucking details for one. <laughs> yeah, and we for do. Two, this is cop keys. I gave you the details. Listen to the last Okay, well, he took business cards out of his wallet. The storyteller in Stanko is very upset right now. <laughs> yeah, Stanko does like he's fucking Spalding Gray or something. You well, know? Stanko's just really yeah. upset with yeah. that narrative. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. that is the narrative yeah. arc of that story, yeah. you know, was completely incorrect. <laughs> You know, did he just say Captain Cock Tease it's or Cock Cheese? It's Cock Cheese. Okay, it sounded yeah. like Cock Tease to me, which I was like, that's a completely they're, different they're, uh, definition. They're a lot of Molson's. Right. Yeah. To scoop the shit out of his ass crack, which is, like, it's hilarious. Hello? I mean, he's scooping shit out of... That's the least funny part of the story, but whatever. <laughs> whatever you know, whatever floats your boat, how, how much shit do you have after you take a yeah. shit? You're not supposed to have that much shit where you could scoop it out of your ass. Let's change the subject. All right. His ass with business cards because he couldn't find any type of paper. We get he it! He even tried to get <laughs> paper out of the garbage can and there was nothing. So he's God, a fucking God, loves this story. And this is Pizza Hut shit. Pizza this shit. is not a normal bowel movement. Greasy motherfucker. But, I don't know if he clarified that, but I... The saddest thing about this <laughs> is I kind of want to go to Pizza Hut right now. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. just thinking, I was like, yeah. God, I haven't had a Pizza Hut shit and yeah. I can't remember the last yeah. time. When's the last time you had like pizza from like Domino's, Little Caesars, or Pizza Hut? Or Hungry even, I, Howie's or something? I can't even remember. Do I they even have a Pizza Hut here? 
I've never I, seen I one. can't think of a pizza. Mm. There is a Little Caesars right up the street. Okay. But I can't think of a Pizza Hut in mm. L.A. Jesus. I think it's fucking hilarious that he used business cards. I said, well, how many business cards did you use? And how many did you use? Uh, like 11 of them. I had 11. 11. Holy fuck. Who has 11 business cards? I had to fold them and really dig in there, but I didn't. He dug in there. He, he, he bent them like in a little V-shape, like stooping. Why would he take 11 of his oncologist's business cards? <laughs> well, you I'm, know, why does he have? You're not going to yeah. forget the guy's name. You take one, maybe, you know, you oh. can look it up on the Internet. What is, you know, with these numbers? He Jesus. just had them all in his wallet. Do you take one every time he visited him or something? Like, what are you going to do with those business cards? They're not even your business cards. Are you trying to pretend to be the oncologist to get ass? Oh, maybe mm. you're not going to get ass when you go fucking Pete to Pizza Hut and wipe your ass with business cards. No. Business card. I had a lot of that cards out. because of every medical professional from uh, the the clinic where I go to. Well, anyways, uh, landscaper motherfuckers. Like yes. Um, well, I don't know about that. Well, yes. I like the sound club. Landscaper all the way. I think we should coin him. His name should be the landscaper because it sounds badass. Santa Claus, okay, whatever. He was a fucking Santa Claus. Landscaper, cool, badass. But the landscaper. All right. He fucking buried bodies in that shit. What? Detroit. I mean, Toronto. Why are you saying Detroit? That's <laughs> uh, my gangster shit. <laughs> Anyways, I want to put mad respect to that Jesus. Indian guy, by Come the on. way. He was like dissing that jailbird guy. I don't know. And he's like, fuck you, faggot. Anyways, I thought it was hilarious that Indian... The fuck is he talking about? Is he talking about Sanjay Gupta? Yeah, who's he dissing in jail? I have no idea. Yeah. I know he's calling up talking about Aziz Ansari. Right. Huh. Mm. guy. Very cool dude. You've been cut off by now, for sure. Anyways, love you guys. Wow. I'm thoroughly confused. I feel, I feel like such a, like an enriched individual after yeah. listening to that call. Yeah. You know, don't you feel like more That's of amazing. a fully realized human being? Uh, my, my question is, I don't give a shit about the goddamn business card, first of all. Second of all, is Captain Cockcheese still dying? Well, yeah, no. That's I what about, I want to know about. I was about to say, yeah. I'm glad that Captain yeah. Cockcheese, it sounds like he's in remission yeah. because yeah. he's like, you know, recounting this tale. And oddly enough, I was just telling you before we started... Anthony Burgess, right, who wrote uh, Clockwork Orange, Orange. he uh, went to the doctor, and the doctor's like, oh, I have really bad news. Like, I'm afraid you're terminally ill. I don't remember what it was. Oh, he liked Pizza Hut, too? He loved Pizza Hut, <laughs> yeah. No, he, they're like, you have, I don't know, three months to live, six months to live, whatever. So he wrote three novels in that time, one of which was Clockwork Orange. And then he went back to the doctor, and the doctor's like, ooh, ah, sorry. You know what? I switched up the chart. I'm real sorry about that. You're fine. Hmm. And then there you go. Do you think Captain Cockcheese's doctor is like, I'm going to try this same technique, and yeah, he yeah. might he might write this like legendary yeah, right. novel, and uh, instead the oh, dude's I like, went to Pizza Hut, to Pizza Hut, and shit, and yeah. then I had to wipe yeah. my ass with business cards. And Your then, business cards, by yeah. the way. And then the doctor hung himself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you there, Stanley Stanko, and. Uh, the, 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 and the peanut gallery. Yeah. Um, we have one more call here from Dirty Sid, who we haven't heard mm. from in a while. I love Dirty Sid's accent. Uh, English people, write into Facebook or something and tell me what region of England that this accent comes from. Okay. 
Yes, guys, Dirty Sin again. Um, as I was listening on to the podcast, um, I was talking about, obviously you were talking about going for a shit in foreign countries, like, you know. And I think a couple of shows back you were talking about... Um, is it Welsh? No. no. Is this the same accent as Twisted Firestarter, you think? No, it's different. It's different? It's different, yeah. I get them all mixed up. Yeah, yeah it's hard. Hard to keep track. Shit, as we always do, you know, which we all love. Is it York? Yorkshire? Yorkshire? You know... It sounds a little Yorkie. It was funny, uh, this week mm. I was trying to... So, this past week I was hanging out with an actor named Hugh Dennis. Do you know who that guy is? No. Hugh Dennis. He was on some show called Outnumbered, which I guess is pretty big in the UK. Mm. He, he's a comedian, but he's also been an actor for, for a while. Really cool guy. Mm. I was hoping I could get him on the show. I still might be able to get him on the show. Okay. But he's out here because uh, he's a, the brother-in-law of a friend of mine. Mm. And he's out here trying out for pilots because sure. it's pilot season right yeah. now in L.A. And so he's been trying to get all these pilots. And so I was talking to him because I kind of wanted him to come on the show and talk about it. And I was like, so when you come out here and try out for pilots, like, do you have to do an American accent? He's like, oh, it's easy. Mm. He's like, it's the easiest accent ever. I was like, where'd you learn to do it? He goes, because we grew up watching fucking Welcome Back, Cotter and all the American shows. He's like, you just, it's the easiest accent. Mm. I was like, well, can you do like an Irish accent? And, you know, like Scottish. He's like, any English person can mm. do all the other regional accents. Okay. And he, I mean, it was brilliant. I mean, you could mm. do a fucking dead on Sean Connery. You could do like an Irish accent. But he was talking about the pilot audition process out here. It com and I was asking compared to the UK, like how it works. He said it's brutal out here. Mm. I was like, what, like, what do you mean it's brutal? He's like, put it this way. He's like, I was trying out for an Irish. He's like, they wanted me to be a cop, an Irish cop. And I'm sitting around auditioning for it. And I'm doing my accent. And this 26-year-old girl was just like, it's Irish American, stupid. Like they're just kind of like, and yeah, they just yeah. like sit there, like, oh, God, come on, Irish American. I said, and he's just like, I'm looking at this bratty kid that y that's younger than my daughter. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh, yeah. I can't believe I have to deal with this. God damn. He's a cool guy. I'm hoping. Yeah. To, I don't know how much longer he's in town for, but I'll try to get him on the show. Hmm. My mum has got this thing at her race. It goes underneath the toilet, and you put your feet on it. Where you sit on the toilet for a shit, so it keeps you fucking nice and level, so the poo just falls out of you. So I was up there a couple of weeks. Yeah, out are you? I thought I'm gonna give this motherfucker a go. I I'll sat give on this there, motherfucker you know, a go. Eat myself up, put my feet on there, let it rip, and I tell you what, guys, one of the best shits I ever had in my life. Fell <laughs> right out of me. Twelve pounds on Amazon, guys. Anyway. I'm sorry, didn't I once say that you, only one shit story per episode? <laughs> didn't I fucking call that at some point? I didn't know Stanko was going to go into the shit okay. story territory. All right, all right. I did know mm. Dirty Sid was. Okay, yeah. Um, I do love, like, it's, you know, this toilet, this mm. toilet mounts a Dirty Sid approved. I, you should leave a fucking review yeah. on Amazon. Uh-huh, yeah. You fucking knows it. Same boy. I don't even know what he meant by that. Sound dude. boy? He says sound, sound bite, sound bite, okay. or sound boy. I don't know. Who knows? I don't, it's, these it's, people. Yeah, I can't even understand. Yeah. So uh, there you go. I guess, I guess I've heard that they have these like stools or whatever they are that you prop up and it kind of like lets you squat on the toilet. I've never done it though. Yeah. It, but you know, if I went to my mom's house and she had one, I'd give it a go. I feel like I just from this phone call segment. I've lost like 10 IQ points from listening <laughs> to all this. Well, God, yeah. you know, try editing this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I can just feel myself just like, it's like water on the brain. 
Anyway, people call the show, uh, call the Signal Hotline, 323-522-4032. We did get an email, an utterly nonsensical email mm. from some guy who wrote an email like a Scotsman would speak. Okay. Did, I, did I send that to you? You did, yeah. Yeah, mm. you, you got to read that. Mm. Where, where is it? I think it's on your phone. I got it right here. All right, I think who, it's... Who's it from? I th- um, it's from a guy named Brian Bryans or something. <laughs> Brian Bryans. Yep, Brian That's a great Bryans. name. That's his name. Um, so uh, I think this is supposed to be Scottish. I don't know. I'm going to give it an attempt. I can't do a consistent Scottish, but what the fuck. Yo, it's your bro B again. Was on episode 608, Harrison D... A kin is I've had acid before and the mushrooms, but geezers are west and a hefty bash. What is his take? Saying take it. Any tips for that or for the psychomaniac delics? Also, a cactus thing in my bopper it makes you a bit wacky. Aye, you can wit him on Dunny Lie. Anyway, you disrespected me neighbour on the other show. I wouldn't mess with me like. But wait, if you came to LA with you. Crackerjack Crackerjackers make fur a mighty drink occasion and a cocking. See you where gypsy sandwiches later, alligator. And a podcraft thing is no bad tea, but honest, ah, ah, jobbies. Was that English? Because I have no oh idea what God, the fuck he like, said. Woo, that was hard, man. That was real hard. I have no idea what that... Like, yeah. I can understand you speak like this, like in Scottish slang or whatever, but why would you write... Like that. Mm. This guy's a Ned. He obviously had not finished high school. This is a Ned. He has not finished high school. And and he basically writes how he speaks. Right. I, or unless he's just fucking You don't know. Us. He could be Irvine Welsh or some shit. You know? Who knows? <laughs> it's mm. Burgess. This yeah. is Burgess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Um, God, I, I don't... What was he saying? Like, was he saying he's coming to LA? I did get that part. Um. Yes. I think I got that. All right. Yeah, he is well, doing that. Well, thank you, Brian mm. Bryans, for that enlightening email that made so much sense. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> what happened on episode six oh eight. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. He I, yeah, I don't like, even know what he wants to know. Yeah, it's yeah, like I couldn't yeah. even understand that. God, yeah. it it is crazy. Mm. Like being up there in Scotland. Like I was in Edinburgh first, and mm. I went to Glasgow. And Edinburgh, yeah, actually, I could kind of understand. The, it yeah. was it was tough. You know, mm. I had to figure it out. But I can understand. You know what they were saying. Glasgow, mm. I had trouble, especially the drunker the Scotsman got. Sure. I couldn't even understand a fucking word they were saying. Mm. I'm thinking this guy's Glaswegian. Probably. Probably. Anyway, uh, people mm. support the show by becoming a sick and wrong patron. We do appreciate that. Just go to patreon.com slash, mm. slash sick and wrong. Uh, we have lots of bonus content coming out this year, actually. we had, I had posted a bunch of stuff uh this past week, I noticed you posted a what was that like something about tweaking? <laughs> what was that? It's like a, a friend of mine recorded a bunch of tweakers like hanging out and talking about some weird shit that happened, and then they get into a whole legal discussion about real estate law, and it's just it's just one of the weirdest recordings I've. It's just one of the most ext- extraordinary record, you know, audio it's recordings like I've ever heard. Twenty five minutes. Yeah. I just wanted to share it. I was like, I got to share this with these motherfuckers. Hey, so. You might as well. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's kind outstanding. Of, that's it's kind outstanding. of what I've been doing. Yeah. Is I go through. I mean, every week mm. we do post an extra Patreon mm. story. I also do some extra mm. Patreon phone calls. So that's going to come every week. Mm. But then also, I kind of go through the archives. Just I go through my hard drive and be mm. like, 
I didn't even know I had this six million dollar man intro, um, or just a bunch of other random stuff. So anyway, go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong, uh, and you get just more sick and wrong every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you can get some sick and wrong merchandise at the Redbubble store, sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store, and uh, click on the picture of the Pope. Finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I'm going to dedicate this one to uh, all the large ladies with big asses. Do you like, do you like a big ass? I like a big ass. I, d- I do too. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of a big yes. ass. Um, this song is uh, Big Bottom. Well, our definition of big ass probably differs well, from some. Well, it probably, yeah. It yeah. differs from like Amazon Amanda's big ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although I'm sure her big ass is quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um. This song's called Big Bottom. It's Spinal Taps Ode to Large Asses. Okay. Damn fine song. There you go. Uh, Thanks, Amazon Amanda, for being on the show. People will be back next week with episode 623. Until then, take a sleazy.
D. Batman villain. So you want to know the correct way you fuck boy? Well, you're not doing it right. The correct way is you're a little fuck boy. You're a cuck. I'm going to come over to your house. You're going to feed me a bunch of pineapple juice. I'm going to come in your woman's mouth, and you're going to be a little fuck boy. If I want, I'll fuck you too. That's what a fuck boy is. Thanks.